And welcome back to another episode of Rhythm and Views. It's your girl Krista B. I'm Zaina and Niani, and we are finally back. We, you know, we have another dope episode for you guys. But before we get into the episode, let's just do a quick check in because I feel like I haven't seen you ladies in a long time. So, how you guys feeling? Go ahead, Niani. I'm doing well. You know, nothing new really. Less than highly favored as always. Amen. What about you, Zaina? Um, you know, doing well. Um, I just got back off of a month and a half um, Instagram hiatus. How do you feel? Um, I hate it there. <laughs> I hate it there. I really wish I didn't have to come back. But, um, you know, in the line of work that I do, we do. Um, Instagram is important. I've been, you know, scrolling on, like, my jobs <laughs> on Instagram and stuff. And I have, like, a Finsta. So, like, I'll, um, I'll, like, go on, like, my fake Instagram and, like, scroll. Because that's just mindless mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Like, I, I follow, like, five people. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just stuff that Instagram suggests to me. Yeah. But like when I'm on my actual page, it's just really annoying. Like I'm tired of seeing everybody. No offense yeah, to y'all. I, I, I love y'all, like but there's, I'm just tired of seeing I everybody. I get it. I deactivated mine too. I do it like every seven days. <laughs> That's real. I don't deactivate mine, but my phone is very good with do not disturbs. Because mm-hmm. I'll literally put a do not disturb. I'll go on TikTok for some comedic relief. And then that's it. Like, I will ignore a text message now. I will ignore Instagram. I will ignore anything yeah. because it's just too overwhelming. Especially being in this job that we're at, you have to be on social media like 25-8. And it's just like, you need a break somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, It's not healthy to be It's out. not yeah. healthy at all. And then, like, I'm about to start putting mute to my TikTok notifications, too. Because, really? Yes. My well, none of my, I don't, my phone doesn't give me any notifications. Well, it doesn't give me notifications when I open it. Like, I see, like, I'll have 12 inbox um for videos that my friend mm-hmm. sends me i'm just like can you chill really please i like getting videos from my friends on tiktok it's too much okay it's for me it's literally like all right you find something funny cool like everything you find funny i'm not gonna find funny yeah, do you are you the type that responds to your friends when they send you videos because i don't sometimes my friends know like we'll just send we'll, like i wish i could show i wish i could show y'all a conversation like or the dm between me and my best friend on TikTok, it's really just us sending each other videos. Like, mm-hmm. there's no like LOLs. Dialogue. There's, there's no dialogue. Yeah, no, sometimes I'll like react and respond to it, like haha, whatever, with the emojis. But then I will literally open it and close it right back. Like I won't even watch the video. Like, Did you? No, because really? you send too much. You send wow. too much. But they, you gotta think. Of, they're thinking of you. I have put Shit. LOL and never viewed the video. <laughs> Y'all I, think I've done too. I think I've done I watched my the videos of my friends tell me because it's like they obviously thought of me when they was watching it. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, I mean I get it, but at the same time, but when you tell this person, okay. I mean can, twelve can is a lot. Is it twelve in one sitting or do you just yes. not open TikTok often enough? Twelve in one sitting. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, it's yeah, a lot. Like even if I'm like sleeping and I'll wake up and I'll go on TikTok let me let me see if, if something was sent to my TikTok now so I'm not proved to be a liar. I have one of my friends mute it on um, IG. Like when she sends me messages, uh-huh. I have it muted. Like restricted? Because, or like yeah, restricted because oh, okay. she sends me too many like memes of like like guy relationship stuff. Oh, like, yeah. I don't like that. Toxic. You don't know, like, that's like, 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 oh, all right, Just enough. send me. I really, this is what I was saying. Like, this is why I got off of Instagram because like if I want to doom scroll, I want to doom scroll for like mindless thing inspiration no i don't care about that Mm -hmm. (laughs) i ain't gonna lie to you i'm tired of everybody being i ain't gonna lie look (laughs) i'm tired of everybody feeling like they they are um, a life coach for one so i'm tired of seeing it um everybody does not just because you have a mic just because you have a phone does not mean that you are a guru does not mean that you are an expert in in positivity or whatever the case may be so i'm tired of everybody feeling like they have a ted talk because they have a mic i don't like it yeah i don't like that to be on a microphone giving their own exactly sometimes it's baseless sometimes it's it can be very condescending to a person who you like your audience members. And sometimes it's just for attention. Just keep right. Yeah, just like, keep your conversations with your friends. And mm-hmm. I don't, so this is what I'm saying. Like I, when I, when I'm doom scrolling, I want to, I want to watch videos of dogs. You feel me? Right. I want to watch videos of, of people putting together um, recipes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that part. Like I just, I don't want to see like inspirational stuff. I don't want to see like, um, and honestly, it's really honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, 
I actively have breakthroughs, guys. So <laughs> I like to actively it's talk okay. to my breakthroughs. I think that it is inspirational stuff is the reason why I got off of Instagram. Not that I'm really thinking about it. Because like I would see people in this industry specifically talk about like, oh, you can't give up, da 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 you gotta keep going. That's not realistic. Um, I keep seeing like people feeling like, oh, um, a, a, a boss or an entrepreneur never sleeps. They sleep, they get two, three, I don't lie. That's also unrealistic. Like, none of this makes sense to me. And I just feel like it's so draining. Like, it's uh, social media has like a guidebook on how you're supposed to live. And I don't like that. Right. Like, I want to live my life the way that I want to live it. And I'm tired of seeing these, these messages on my timeline all the time about how I should be dating people, how I should be living my life, how I should be making money. I'm sick of all of them. I'm sick of everybody's opinions. I hate yeah. it. Everybody keep y'all opinions to yourself. Right. Social it. media is the, is, was the death of like privacy and, and, um, what is the, I can't think of the to word To me, right it's now. just no longer fun. It's, Everything yeah. seems super curated, and every post has all this, like, strategy behind it. Exactly. Nothing's just, At least if on I want to post a, pe- a tree of me in my backyard, I want to do it, but I feel like now I have to be, like, I don't know. Like you it's have not to put really it at a certain time. Certain put a nice caption. Nice caption, like, nice pose. So, and I don't, I don't know. It's just too much like, work now. I'll, I'd rather post everything in stories more so on yeah, the main page. Feed. Like, same. I look at my... my um, I look at my feed and I'll have like over 2,500 posts. And I'm just like, yo, what the hell do <laughs> I be posting? But this is from like when Instagram first started, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and then now that you have collaborators I also have another podcast. So I'm, I have that, those posts, which is fine. But like other stuff, like my last post I posted was on April 23rd and that was me in church because it was a good moment. And that's it. Like Amen. before <laughs> that, it was November 6th. Like it's just too much to be posting you know like I've, it, it, it's too much but it's too much yeah i love the fact that you decided to take, take that break, break for yourself yeah, um and giving you props for ending up on tv okay. oh thanks okay. i forgot about that come on i forgot about that y'all i was on an episode of fatal attraction if y'all want to go okay. ahead on the tv one I'm trying to be like Zayna when I grow Come up. Okay? I'm BB. <laughs> right. Right. I should, I should see if I got a little something on there. You should. Um, but yeah, so any homest. Yeah, y'all go ahead and watch that on TV One. It'll be it'll be replaying and stuff. Um, and you can also watch it on the YouTubes. Um, so yeah. Um, it was a great experience. Um I don't know. Like, how my did friends, you get into that? Like, how did they? I know, I know people. So, okay. okay. <laughs> no, 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 not. And I'll say, people call out people. Okay. <laughs> without, without, without sounding too pretentious, um, it really was like an I know people type of thing. Like, somebody hit me up was like, oh, um, so I don't know if anybody for anybody who doesn't know what Fatal Attraction is, it's a it's a true crime show, pretty much, and they talk about actual crimes in uh, dating situations that have happened typically, like. Deathly, deadly, mm-hmm. hence fatal hence attraction. Fatal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, somebody I knew uh, is a producer uh, for, or one of the producers for the show, and she hit me up saying, "Hey, um, we're doing an episode of Fatal Attraction in Elizabeth, New Jersey, and we need a journalist um, on set to like just talk through the case, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." And she was like, "Are you available?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, let's do it." So um, that's kind of how it went. I taped that in November. And it wow. just came out on Monday. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it so was. So did you know about the case or was it something you had to like? They had to send, they sent me, they sent me all the case, all files. The case files. They sent me, it was, a, it was very overwhelming. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did you post it on your page? I, I, no, post it on yeah, story. I put it on my story. Oh, like, okay, I missed she, that. And she was so, she goes, oh yeah, guys, by the way, I was on TV this week. It's so crazy. And I'm like, really, like, girl, like you just gonna just say, okay, my I was friends, on TV. My friends were literally like, girl, they were cursing me out. Like, why didn't you tell me? Um... Yeah, like I told, I found out last week, they emailed me saying that it was coming on Monday. I called my mom. My mom was like the only person. My boyfriend was in the room with me, but I didn't directly tell him either. Like Mm -hmm. he just knew because I was on the phone with my mom telling her. Um, So they're the only two people that really knew that it came out on Monday. Um, And I guess she told my family. And the only reason why I tweeted like, oh yeah, I was on TV last night. It's because my cousin, I guess my mom told her sister, her sister told her son, her son was watching it and he tweeted it like, oh, I'm watching my cousin as in the brand on TV. Da, da, da. And I quote it. I'm like, thank you, cousin. I'm like, oh, yeah, I that should probably I should probably explain. I went on her Twitter. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no reaction. I said, OK, yeah. never mind. My no, bad. That's, that's yeah. definitely a dope thing. It's a dope look. It's a dope look. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
So you want y'all want to move on to what we talking about today? Yeah, child. Because yeah, people people topics. is in the people is in the in the news doing things they're not supposed to. Well, I ain't gonna lie. Some people doing some fun, some nice stuff. But let's talk about this one man. Wow. One, you like a dream come true. Two, he's doubting all his kids. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much, um, Brian McKnight. Um, is under hot fire right now because mm-hmm. he um he it's it's been known it's been seen people have seen that he is not claiming his previous fully black children with his black ex-wife um and he's like calling his new children or newer children with his new non-black wife mm-hmm. like his his first types of kids like he said that um he has a daughter from this new wife and he said thank he was made a post saying thank you stepdaughter that's a step stepdaughter they oh, only have clear. one child together what they recently just had i think it was a boy and he was saying his name know. is brian too that's another anyway go ahead zena sorry um so yeah no 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 it's uh it was just it's he's just not uh, accepting his his non-black children and people are very upset about that no um, he's not accepting his black children. i'm sorry his black children he's not accepting his black children and you know he has three brian sons three, three i brian thought it was only two sons. i thought i saw i might it might be two either way it's still say. excessive yeah i thought i saw two so no, i I'm, swear I'm, i thought i saw two i'm hitting the google a hold on hold on i swear i thought i saw a brian mcknight jr there's a, a brianna <sighs> Brianna. Either way, man. It's a little narcissistic. To me. Very it is, narcissistic. Like, how you how you give your children your Oh, names. yes, it is Brianna. Brian Jr., Brianna, Nico, and Clyde. And um, then and another you don't <laughs> acknowledge <laughs> them. This is crazy. That's hard. For me, I'm questioning the new wife, though. Like, these are the characteristics that you see in Brian, your, your husband. Like, what redeemable qualities made you want to marry this guy? Like, look how he treats his biological kids, you know? Maybe yeah. it's fine for him. Maybe it's fine for them. But then you said um, he was in an interview. Well, yeah, recently. so it wasn't recently. So this woman who I came across on Twitter, um, she had she had tweeted out, they should give us journalists more compensation for being able to smile through, being able to smile through, um, like cringy interviews. Yeah. So when she was interviewing him, she was asking him about, you know, the songs that came out in the nineties, like the love songs that he had back at one. Mm-hmm. And he was basically saying that, well, when I wrote those songs, it really didn't mean anything. Like I really wasn't in love. I really wasn't feeling like those emotions. It was because I had to put a track out. So I put pen to paper and put music to notes and that's what it is. But now the last three albums that I've had with, since I've been married to my wife, those are the ones where I'm really in love. Those are the ones that really express how I feel. So I'm just like, so you're really denying your, not only your black children, but the black woman that you had these kids with mm-hmm. in the beginning. Because I'm pretty sure if we look up some articles or interviews in the 90s, he was all gun ho and I'm in mm-hmm. love and this is for my wife and this and that there. But now you're denying her because you have a second one. It's really about the erasure of black women. I yeah. ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's it's kind of it's it's disgusting. <laughs> and so and, and disgusting. I feel like we just need a little bit of, I'm really the type of person to give somebody the benefit benefit of the doubt. And I'm not necessarily giving him the benefit of the doubt in this case. However, I do feel like I need to hear I need to hear something from him. Mm-hmm. Like why why is is there something more? There's always, you know, as journalists we know there's three sides to the story. There's point A, point B, and then the truth. So, like, I need to know, like, what exactly is happening? Like, what is, like, I don't know. What made it, what made this topic occur? Because you've seen videos where Brian and his two older sons are singing with him. Like, he's, they've been on tour with their dad. Like, he's showed them so much love and stuff in his public spaces. So, what occurred for it to So, it was the Instagram caption that sparked all of this. Right. So, he didn't acknowledge. Thinking the daughter, thinking the the stepdaughter and buying her a car or something. You were the the best daughter. I'm a girl dad because of you. Something along those lines. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, what is it that, was there actually a fallout between him and his kids? That's what I'm saying. You know, what is is really the issue here? Um, I mean, there has been news reports where his kids, where his sons would, like, call him out for not being the best dad. Mm-hmm. I've seen that and then I'm just like damn you was at Circle of Sisters I was on stage with you you was staring at <laughs> these women and you was old. and I'm like damn Brian sing to me too and now you're over here doing this like I can't even look at you the same I just need to know the truth I need to know what, what his story is yeah, I we're, hear we're all side. just really just uh, speculating at this point um, I think when the Shade Room reported it um, he re- 
replied or he commented with laughing emojis. That's the only like recent. Really? Yeah. So, and, but laughing emojis can be anything. It could be like ha ha ha, y'all crazy. I'm reading mm-hmm. too much into this. Or ha ha ha. It sounds petty. I don't regardless. give a f. Yeah, he seems yeah, petty. Like I don't. I don't know. I Brian, don't know. do better. Claim them all. You lay claim down your and, kids. You lay down and made them. You stand up and claim them. Okay. Or maybe, right. and it could be something where the wife was like, "We don't want nothing to do with you." That could. I mean, the ex-wife. Excuse me. The ex-wife could have been like, "We don't want to." Nobody knows, or they might. Somebody might know. Somebody know. We want to know. Tell mm-hmm. us. Tell us, Brian. If you hear this, come on. Come tell on, us. rhythm and views. Come on, rhythm and views, and tell your tell your your truth. view. Yeah, right. tell your view. <laughs> tell your view. For real. Yeah. Um. But. Let's skip to another black man who's doing some good things. You know what I'm saying? Brent Fias, for those who don't know who Brent Fias is, um, he is an, uh, I'm not going to say underground. I don't want to say underground either. He's definitely, we, we can say an independent And he's artist. an independent, quite literally, he's an independent R&B artist who's been doing doing his thing lately the past several years. Um, they call him the toxic king of R&B, which he is, but I do love his music a lot. Me too. Um, but he, uh, he actually... It was in the news a lot for like a couple headlines this week. Um, one, he has made the decision to not sign and he's going to stay as an independent artist. And I actually congratulate him for that because uh, everybody knows, you know, like the music industry is not fun. Mm-hmm. It's very cutthroat. Mm-hmm. And um, people, artists and their labels consistently get into um fights and battles all the time like look at Megan Thee Stallion for example she's still she's still battling battling with 1503 and that was um years ago like she left them years ago Mm -hmm. so um I understand uh his his point I understand that though it's it can be a little bit difficult I think for him uh to push things out and to get more exposure because you don't have a label behind you but he seems to be doing good because I think he's doing very well. he just dropped the dates to his upcoming world tour world not just north american okay he's going to um travel the u.s and then he will be taking his talents to europe and he'll be going to the uk paris um and some other place but I really, I love this for him. I really do. You know, I had no idea he was this big to be going really? on a world tour. Yeah. Maybe it's because yeah. I don't listen to his music like that. But. I think it's because, you know, when you go overseas, they will literally eat you up and treat you like royalty. Like mm-hmm. they will literally just, that's why Chris Brown said what he said. Like he rather tour and stuff yeah. overseas because mm-hmm. he gets more respect. Like Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. You're right. Sorry. Uh-huh. Kelly Rowland. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Love you, Kelly Clarkson. We're talking about Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. One of her biggest hits, When Love Takes Over, is mm-hmm. good over here, but over there... It's doing numbers. It's doing numbers mm-hmm. to this very day. So it's like everybody over in Europe and in the UK, they really love them some us from over here. And so, Brent, if you need some media coverage for your shows or you want to come on Rhythm and Views, we here. Let give us your views. Give us your views. Give us your views. We got open invitations. We want the invitations to be mutual, okay? So, yes, join us on Rhythm and Views, and good luck on he's your coming, tour. He's, he'll be in New York on in August, so... You know Zayn is gonna be there clearly she's a fan I, actually i'm really not that big of a fan but oh, okay. i'll go see him I, I mean i wouldn't mind seeing him my best friend mm-hmm. is, a, is a fan and i wouldn't i wouldn't mind going it's just he's just i was never like a, oh my god Brent yeah, yeah. however I you will, will be in new york come through go. come through come we'll through talk. to rhythm and views while you're here get three and we'll media chat. passes for us right right <laughs> um but another thing that happened this week was the met Gala. Yes. yes um you know they call it fashion world's grammys or fashion world's oscars fashion world's super bowl whatever you want to call it it's the fashion world's top event of the year um and yeah so yes, ladies did you guys watch did you see Absolutely. i sure did i Absolutely. sure did so yeah thought. the theme for this year was uh focused on carl lagerfield are you guys familiar with him yes. yeah I am. okay Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for my top three slaves, I mean, there were a lot of slaves on the carpet. I feel like um, this year, there were like a few people who missed the mark, but majority of them, the Kardashians, all of them really ate. I loved it. Um, but I'm going to start with Tiana Taylor. Yeah, That's my girl. She Come left, on now. left no crumbs. No she crumbs. came wearing this black and white tweed design, like blazer dress, skirt. And then she had her hips out, built-in gloves, a train, aviator um, sunglasses. Like, it was a perfect blend of, like, masculine. And yeah, she was supposed to, like, be Carl. Like, it was, like, the female yeah, version Yeah, it was the female Carl. version of Carl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she, she ate down. Yeah. Left no crumbs. Um, next up is Lala Anthony. She wore this custom one-shoulder uh, gown from Sergio Hudson with gold chains and a bow. Um, to me, I liked it. I loved it. 
it was like vintage, the hairstyle, the glasses. I thought she looked really nice. What do you what do you ladies think? I thought she looked old. I just Well, that's vintage. Honestly, I just felt like it was it, it didn't give Met Gala. It gave award show it, for it, her. Okay. It gave or for me it kind of gave like you like a Halloween costume in a sense. Like you dressed, you know how they come to slay on for Halloween. I feel like she was trying to dress up as somebody else. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Like a 60s. Yeah, like a 60s yeah, yeah, yeah. 50s type. But she, uh, like her face, I don't know, if, I don't know, her face just looked mm-hmm. older. Okay. And I'm just like Lala, you don't crack, baby. So what's going on? Yeah, I didn't see that. But yeah, I didn't uh, see all it that. It was a close up. <laughs> I saw a picture. I saw a close up picture with the shades of her off. With the shade, no, the shades on. But you could just tell, like around here was like puffy, and you could tell it's just trying to. Hide. I don't know what was going on with her face. Mm-hmm. I think she looked good. Okay, I think she looked good. However, it just wasn't one of my favorites. Yeah, it wasn't one of my. It wasn't a sleigh for me. I just think that mm-hmm. it's the Megala child. And you know what's even crazier? And I don't know if. if this is the next person on your thing or not, but um, her and Kiki Palmer were styled by the same person, and Kiki ate down. Kiki Love looked Kiki. good. She did. She got that mom glow. She does. Yeah, she, she does. Dick. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> she would have definitely been on my list, but I can only pick three, you know, for okay. this segment. Um, the last one is Doja Cat. Okay. So she came as a fashionable feline. She had this Oscar de la Renta hooded gown accompanied by prosthetics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, and what you probably don't know is she was paying homage to the Carl. Cat. Yeah, the yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Carl's um, cat. Um, yeah, I Chupette, like her commitment. That's the name of his. To me, like, she's not concerned with being conventionally pretty. Like, she's committed to being a, an entertainer, a performer on and off the stage. Right. So. Like I said before, <laughs> I would give Doja her, her props when she comes to... Go. I said no, she's giving, she's giving the props. I gave she's her, giving her props. props. I've always given her props when, she, when it came down to her fashion and her mm-hmm. style. Like, Doja eats every time, and I will always give her that. Yeah. Eats every time. Um... Yeah, I have I have no complaints about about Doja's outfit at all. I was just like, yes, mm-hmm. don't miss. I think Doja don't miss. Right. I think that she um she had the best homage to the cat out of everybody who did do an homage to the yes. cat because it was her, it was Jared Leto, and it was Lil Nas X. Yeah. Oh, that's why Jared Leto was dressed up like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, his cat's name is Chupette, which is a Burmain, Bur- I believe, mm-hmm. Burmain cat. Um, and apparently, like he took the cat around with him everywhere, and uh, yeah, he um, he. I, I, I don't. I mean, it was just a cat costume. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. there's that, and then Lil Nas X. I, I mean, it was like a, a bedazzled version. I don't know what Lil Nas X was going for. I know he was trying to go for the cat because he had the cat claws and he had the feet. I mean, the the, the, the claws and the mask and teeth. He had fangs to or whatever they. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every time I tried to interview him, he was actually like doing the cat movements yeah. and getting me out. So was Doja. Well, Doja mm-hmm. did it one time. She was yeah, like, yeah. So for the nays, um, I hate to do this. First off, even though this person is in my nays category, she is expecting a new baby. So congrats to her. But um, Serena Williams. Oh my oh. god! Someone on TikTok. Serena said, Williams. Fire, someone on TikTok sent the same. Fire your glam team, please. Um, she wore this form-fitting black gown with a, this white skirt attachment um, at, at the lower leg. And I just don't think it was flattering for her. Um, also, for this to be her like her baby announcement, I just feel like she could have executed that better. I agree. I, I saw, and I was just like, oh, my God, she's pregnant, but oh, my God, what is she wearing? Yeah. It just wasn't it for The me makeup either. and the hair, too. I'm like, what's, what's I think, going on? Um, I think a big thing that I saw about Carl was that he was really big about accessories, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I, if you notice, like, a lot of people wore a lot of pearls, mm-hmm. a lot of, like, um, chokers and stuff like that. And I understand, like, her dress was plunged down to, like, the belly. Like, she had the pearls, like, dripping around her neck mm-hmm. and down down her chest. So I get it. Um, did I love the, the look? No. I wouldn't have put it a nay, but I didn't necessarily love the look. I got I me. Mean, I'm gonna let you finish your nays. I got. No, I, I know there's some me. people that I I, I need. Oh yeah, I um, need some too. The next up some. is Irina Shaikh. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Irina Shaikh. I think she's a supermodel, um, but she appeared in this lackluster gown. It looked like mm. a nightgown to me, and she wore these slippers. They were like airline slippers. Um, oh no. Yeah, it's just I'm like, eh. but sometimes people do that on purpose to get attention too. I don't know if. What her her goal was? But, um, oh, people said that it looked like she went to a um a nothing but clothes party in college and wore uh, and turned her dress into like a toga, right? Like a toga. 
Uh, yeah, also, I too agree. It's like um, a satin sheet. Yeah. I just need people. I really wish, like, I don't know if she did have an interview, but I really wish people would, would talk about, like, why this was their choice for the for mm. the Met Gala. Like, what was the inspiration? Yeah, I want to know. Because when process. did Carl do anything like this? Right. Let me know. And then next up is our Black Panther uh, Princess Shuri. <laughs> Not a... Letitia Wright. I'm sorry, Letitia. I'm sorry, but... You know, while the suit was very classic Lagerfield, the presentation was a little too safe and boring. It looked like she was the manager for like a Sheraton hotel. Like, I think that would have been appropriate. Like, if she was a manager, then that would have been appropriate. But you're right. You going through distress over there? Because I love her. This look was just too. (laughs) I love her so much. Safe. Somebody said very hotel manager. Somebody said that she looked like she could be a banker at a Caribbean bank. Oh my god. (laughs) Yo, why, <laughs> I was like, why, why are people like that? On my girl, like this. Like, I why mean, are people like this? I love her. I love we her love too. Princess Shuri, but I love her so this much. This look, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, okay, sure, fine. Uh, it was, I guess, it was safe. I thought she looked good though, but I'm also attracted to her. So there's that. There's, <laughs> that. there's that. So okay, there's that. I'm biased. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> When it comes to nays, I'm gonna tell you my biggest nay is Quinta. What? what? Love of all the people, I love her dearly. I really do. But I did not like that dress on her at all. I, I love the dress and what? the hair. I did not like that dress on her at all. Like it does not. She's already short. Mm-hmm. Like that dress did not do anything for her 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 height or nothing. Like it just did not look good. Um, <laughs> um and then producer Pete over there, <laughs> right? Oh. I think my biggest slay had to been uh, Benito. Yeah. Oh yeah, he ate. He ate. He ate, 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 ate down he ate. that back. First of all, let me tell you. I've about never Benito seen a backless. They suit. said that was slutty, and they loved let it. Let me tell you about a backless. <laughs> like, let me tell you about Benito, it. right? Because Benito literally just came off for of Monday Night Raw last week. Vegan ass. Okay. About to do a press conference in Puerto Rico. Okay. About to fight on Saturday in Puerto Rico. Uh huh. Tell us. And you going to stop? To slay and eat everybody down at the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. Ciao. I will say um, he was my biggest slay because it was it was giving for a man. No. For, for a man, a man yes. like I love when a man really takes. And I did he did a good job. Yes. I think he did, oh, did a good push job. Push a T. Push a T too. If yeah. y'all remember his suit. Yes, I love the flowers. The details of the flowers with that did he because I was also very a Carl Lagerfeld and, thing too. Um, the 27 foot train from his from Benito's sleeve of flowers all the way down. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. it's the detail. You 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 could come out in a cowboy hat or a backless and, um, whatever and still eat. What's his face from Atlanta look good too? Um, yeah, I can't think uh, of it. Tyree. Yes, Tyree? looked Tyree so good. And he said that yeah. it was. A, he specifically said that he liked the androgynous look of his outfit. Now, also when the women, Cardi ate. Um, oh yeah, Halle Halle Bailey ate. Yes. Um, What's homegirl? Princess Diaries in Hathaway. Hathaway. Oh, yeah. She ain't left no crumbs. She really said, I don't care if y'all are starving. I'm eating it all. Because what? So, um, and Kim I like Kardashian Kim's was cute. Too. I was just about to say, Kim Kardashian was cute. Uh, yeah. so, um, are we, go- are we gonna not going to mention Rihanna? I'm confused. Did um, we not like Rihanna's outfit? Um, okay, well, I liked Rihanna's outfit. <laughs> I feel like Rihanna literally came in the hood with, again, with the flowers. I, I like ASAP's outfit. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I think she should have left the hood on. Like this was more. Yeah, this is what I'm talking when she about. Took when off, she took it off, that was very like, like lackluster. Oh, I'm not talking about her taking. I'm talking. I'm talking about like the initial, the, 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 the hood, hood with initial, the flowers initial, on it. Yeah. The flower, and then how about the sunglasses? The sunglasses oh, yeah. with the lashes, oh, lashes loved it. on it. Like loved it. She came down and she slayed. She ate. She really left no crumbs. I don't care what nobody say. When mm-hmm. she took it down, I mean, I guess she was hot. She's pregnant. You know, here you gotta let whatever expose, but. Her initial one, absolutely. Yes, the, yes. I like the flowers. Yeah. I like the glasses. But when she took it off, I did not like. I liked her fit at the after party, though. She looked real good. Oh, yes. yes. I wish we had so time good. to talk about the after party yeah. fits. After but, party fits were amazing. So. I mean, I don't really have. I only know that I saw her and I saw. Cardi oh, B. oh, oh, Cardi. Cardi, Cardi B. Yes. The entire Every except look. For, Every except for that pink look. one. I did not like the pink one. With the first one, the hotel. She, it was like she had brown, like a brown wig with a, in a ponytail type of thing. And then, and a then pink, the fur, it was like a fur peacock type of thing on the back. I think that's when she was at the hotel. Whatever her pink outfit was, I think it was the hotel. I did not like that one. I did not like um, Kylie Jenner's dress. Dress or the dress on the Met Gala? Oh, the red like, one? Yeah, the red one. I liked one. it. I don't think it was appropriate for It wasn't for this. appropriate for yeah. that. Um, Kendall Jenner, 
Kendall, I feel like Kendall Jenner, she can, yeah, she that slays because she's safe. Kim, being that, you know, you say he like accessories and stuff like yeah, that. Then she I did, understand. She did that. Yeah. yeah, now I understand. I'm just like, really, what? Like, what? Who else did I see that I was just like, okay. Um, Cardi ate, child. Cardi did eat. Cardi did eat. Janelle Monet also oh, did yes, not Janelle eat. Monet. I did, did not think did she not ate eat. at all. At I all. think she looked good. I did not think she looked good at all. Like, <laughs> at all. When I took okay, so what I will say is that the jacket over the the hoop thing was nice. Yeah. Creative. Yeah, yeah. When she took the jacket off, why am I seeing your glittery cooch on this red carpet? I don't want to <laughs> see that. I can see your point because sometimes yeah. people think barren at all means like it's, I'm fierce. And you could and it you can. There are ways. To do, I think Gaga has done some things where it was like barren and all, and I thought it, it looked good, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I just don't think that I did not like the and it could have been the. The cut of the 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 bikini situation she had did not like that cut. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just none of it looked good to me. Like it did not look good when she kept the jacket on with the white and the that black. That was fine. She should have kept yeah, it fire. like that. Yeah. Fire. the carpet. Absolutely. Um, damn, I just had somebody else in my head and I really lost the thought of who it was. But you know, everybody did what they needed to do at yeah. the Met Gala. It came, it went. Um, it's over, and now we're gonna move on. Let's move on, ladies. So TikTok. Social media for a while has been talking about Brandy. Love Brandy her. Love being, her down. Me too. Brandy being. The angel in disguise. The vocal Bible. And it's just like, is she really considered the vocal Bible? Like, that is really some type of a high honor to be considered a vocal Bible. And I feel like Brandy's voice is just something you can never get again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never ever get again. And I, I come, I've came to notice that as I got older. Cause I'm just like listening to Brandy as a child. It's just like, all right, she's another celebrity who I like singing yeah. and stuff too. But then I actually heard the range of her voice and how raspy it is, but it can still be she smooth. She has a great yes. It's so great. It's amazing. And then versus King, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, okay, yeah. Okay. So vocal I bible, do, I can, um, I can, I can see why they would consider her. Bible. I, I wouldn't say that she is the vocal Bible. I think that she's one of the the prophets in the vocal Bible. Like she's okay, like, I can see that she could be one of the prophets that are in the vocal Bible because Jasmine Sullivan and her do yes. not are not the same, but they are both amazing. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey, yes, Mariah Carey. Um, and then uh, there's someone else that I think does it. I, w- I Adele's really good too. Adele um, Tanache is definitely in there. I can't. Um, I can't. I don't know if she's in there. Right. Tanache? Yeah. So as a prophet you, in the vocal, listen, well, let's talk about the vocal Bible. No, if you listen to her albums where she has the melodic tunes, the real melody type mm-hmm. songs, her voice carries. Like she ranges. Right. Like everybody listens to mostly what comes on on the radio, or whatever. But she ranges. She did. Rent off of bro- like she did the the live cast of Rent when it came on TV and played Mimi and I was just listening to her song Fire and Flames like her don't sleep on her voice mm. but does like, that make her I think so okay. for me uh, maybe I, I have to do my so. homework but so let's talk about what exactly the vocal Bible is first okay so according to not according to journalist <laughs> yes I have to do my research because I didn't know what a vocal Bible was and okay, go ahead. the journalist uh, I think his name is Die. Die Pool explained what the vocal, why he thinks or why she thinks, why they think that um, Brandy is a vocal Bible. And it's basically because of her range, the range that she has. Um, and just explaining why, because of her range and her tune and her, how she, how she vocalizes songs, it just makes her the vocal Bible. And he, they also talked about how it's crazy how like her range and her voice is so smooth and so like you could be related, relatable, and you can actually listen to her and not have no complaints, but you can't do the same with Ray J. And your brothers and sisters, your brothers and sisters, yeah. So, so like a vocal Bible is kind of like the blueprint, right? It's the of, blueprint, yeah. Mm-hmm. What a singer should be mm-hmm. pulling from, I guess. What a singer should be pulling from, and they also said that because her sound is characterized by a heavy voice, layering and intricate riffs. Love okay. that. Yes, that's why. And I she does have all of that. Yes, she that's does. why. So I remember actually saw some some Bible. some debacle on the on the social medias <laughs> about me. Janet Jackson being in, being in that conversation too. Mm, and I saw that I was like, no. um, really? You think no? You Not think the no? vocal Bible, performer Bible? Yes. Okay, so let's let's let's, let's let's pause on that for a second. We're gonna pause and we're gonna come back to that. Um, but 
I think Brandy is up there. Um, prophets. I think that she's a prophet in the vocal Bible. Um, her, like I said, Adele, Jasmine Sullivan. You said Tanache, but I looked at I did. Yes. I was listening to Tanache because there are a lot of song. There are a lot of singers who I feel like don't get enough credit or enough shine when it comes down to like their vocals and that's fair but she I think could be in the new testament so there, right, in, the, right. in this so bible here's, here's what i'm saying there's right? the old testament and the new here's no, what i'm saying about testament. i think that if you if you are in a in a vocal bible you have to have like um some sort of like and maybe so i guess jasmine sullivan and adele wouldn't necessarily actually i don't know you have to be like the first to do these things right or the first to explain to express or show mm-hmm. these these types of talents like i i can't say that um i know what talent tanache has because i've only heard um, too too so I don't know what her vocal abilities are. I have every Tanache album on my phone. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, because I, I I'm very eclectic with music, so I just don't go off of like what's being played on the radio. Also, like, I will also say Tori Kelly. She's another one. Love her. Yes, love her. Love her. Excuse me, to the producer. Um, but yes. Tori Kelly is another one who she's up there. So like all these girls are New Testament. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll New give you New Testament. But like Testament. older women, are like, Shaka Khan, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Oh, Whitney. Whitney is Whitney is like Jesus. Whitney is like Jesus. Whitney's like Jesus. And right there, like at the top, that's it. Yeah, she's that's like it. Jesus. And she from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Jersey love. A lot yeah. Of Jersey what Jersey. about like Faith Evans? You know. Yep. You think so? She Tori Kelly does sing for Pepsi commercials. So what? So what? Anyway, that's just our producer hating on Tori Kelly. We love you, girl. Um, but yes, uh, Whitney's up there. Um, Shaka's up there for sure. Um, Aretha. Fantasia. Fantasia. Aretha. Aretha. Um, but we got. I think we got to make it clear that like power. This when it comes to like a woman who has a powerful voice, which I think um, Shaka and Aretha both have. Mm-hmm. You got to you. Both and of Whitney. Them, both of them can. All right, hold Whitney on has a powerful hold voice. Hold on now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because she does. However, she has a lot of range. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say Aretha and Shaka don't have range, but Whitney can do things with her voice that to this day, no one else can I do. I always say, mm-hmm. always make always make a joke saying it's her jaw because you know when she hit them notes, her jaw be yeah, flapping yeah, up and yeah. it's, It was the power in the jaw. So that's what me. I'm saying. Like It's yeah. just, I think when we're, when we're talking about women who have power, you got to, not everybody can be in that Bible. You know, like, so between Shaka and Aretha, I think we would have not saying that they're both of them are icons, mm-hmm. right? But I'm not. I, I think we'll only one of them. There's only. I'm like Tyra uh, on America's Next oh, Top Model, right? <laughs> In front of me, I have <laughs> four girls and three <laughs> pictures of my. <laughs> but yeah, between them two, one of them, one of them got to go, one of them got to stay. And I think, I think Shaka could stay. I ain't gonna lie to you. Shaka yeah, could stay Shaka in the stay. Bible, yeah, and Aretha out, of the, out of the Bible. Really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I, I, they're both. I need to make it very clear. They are both iconic. I get it. They are both very iconic. But, but if you're going I, off vocals alone, vocals alone, not performing, not, yeah, yeah, not performance, yeah. not their history, not anything like that. I think Shaka has much more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, individuality. She's much more unique, I think, than uh, Aretha was because Aretha, like I said, has how just has a lot of power. She's a great singer. Mm-hmm. But I think that I, I okay, Chris is making. I things. mean, that's your opinion. I so you really would choose Aretha over Shaka. Absolutely, Mm-mm. absolutely. I'd have, yeah, I'd have hands to down, hands down. I would definitely choose Aretha over over Shaka. But everybody has their own opinions. Okay, you know, everybody has their own opinions. Um, so when so we gotta on, talk. Yeah, we gotta um, talk about our own. I yeah, I'm gonna say when it comes down to the, these names and titles and right. titles, um, who do we, who do y'all choose? <sighs> you can I, go first, Zena. Okay, so I said we we're gonna pause on Janet. Janet is I, I'm giving her my title of um, the perform female performance blueprint. I mm-hmm. don't think any woman was doing the things she was doing mm-hmm. before her True. when it comes to performing. True. And she set the tone for the Beyonce's, for the Tiana True. Taylor's yeah. to do the types of things that they do now. I mean, you got to really think about it, but like she comes from. She comes from the Jacksons. Yeah, she had no choice but to be amazing. Right. <laughs> like listen, she, Joe was like, listen, Latoya and Reed yeah. being, come on, you going to have to you get gonna it. You're going to have now. to be the one. You're going to have to be the one. I don't know what them two doing. <laughs> that part. But you got to, now you you on the good times. You, you, you on good times. You on good right. times. Mm-hmm. You you could sing. You could dance. You're going to have to show them something. Something. And she did. She's literally like, when I tell you, um, I think that uh, 
she's done a lot of things, right? She's a great dancer. She's a great performer. But bringing the, the men's on the stage and strapping them up to the little, um, the little, the little harness mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're gonna call that. It's yeah, she real started BD, that. BDSM. Very much. BDSM. And we here. And for she it. was kind of like the first one to really to like do, so. do yeah. to step outside of the box in such a manner, because mm-hmm. wasn't nobody being that nasty. I think like. Madonna, like that other audience Boo, was, I'm about black but women. exactly. If we're talking about <laughs> black audiences, Boo. no offense to Madonna, like she did, she did, she did do she some did things. the vote, she may have and ate, all that. She but. may have ate that one little thing. Um, that's a TikTok sounds like you ate that like one, one little thing, thing, but you're not that girl. You're but not you ate that, that one girl. little thing, right? Um, she may have ate that one little thing, but um, Jenna Jackson did what she had to do. What she had to do. Um, and that's why I'm calling her the female performance blueprint. Okay. okay. So for me, my again, again my pick is very i don't want to say outlandish but it may not translate well to other people um because we we already put jasmine sullivan we already put uh her we already put uh tanache and tori kelly and all of them in there but for me and like i said i don't know i don't even know what what kind of genre music i will call this but emily sanday i just feel like a lot of people who come out from the uk Okay. They have these powerful voices, and sometimes they're overshadowed or overlooked. Like after that first album drops, and you don't really hear from them anymore. Not LMA, but well, yeah, not LMA, <laughs> but Emily Sanday. I was just blasting this song in the car too. Can't tell me nothing about this album, but her range on this album alone. This is a no skip album. Like she has such a powerful voice. She stands for so many things and people just seem to overlook or underrate her and i definitely believe that she needs to be in that bible like i feel like she's very vocal about about political rights and vocal about how she feels sexuality and everything so i feel like she needs to be in in that bible and that's just my pick okay Okay. i'm not too familiar with her same i gotta do some homework if you ever heard the song next to me if you ever watched like basketball wives or whatever next to me was on it the earlier basketball wise. Oh, okay. Not no, now. That's not my thing. Okay. Okay. Well, um, so for me, ladies, mine goes to Jill Scott. Um, she is the queen of soulful spoken word singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's been writing yeah. poetry um since nineteen ninety one. She yeah. even released a book in two thousand eight sure called what is it called? The Moments, the Minutes, the Hours. And I just feel like she's in her own lane to this day. There's yeah. absolutely no one who's doing that crossover of singing yeah. and poetry. Like, and her voice is unmatched. She Let me got tell that you on lock. I was just watching. It's like, um, who but Jill, right? I was just watching a, a clip of her and um, Erica at uh, whatever the Roots did something in Brooklyn, like mm-hmm. early early two thousands, and they're both singing. You know, they're both on. Um, Queen Divas. Oh, um, baby, don't worry. You know that you got. If you don't worry, you got me. Way. You got me. Oh. Yeah, you got me. They're both on that song on two different versions of the song, and both of them were singing it. And the way that I was getting chills. First of all, I was getting chills just from Jill. Right. Mm-hmm. I was getting chills just from Jill because the way that she was like singing. She sings so. I don't even know. She her she's an eclectic being and her mm-hmm. her voice mm-hmm. is also eclectic if that makes sense. Like and I don't think it will make sense to anybody who I, like you can't ex- I can't explain that. Like mm-hmm. you just have to hear specifically that performance. Yeah. Um her songs are cool too. Love her songs. I love Jill Love Scott. her songs. But like her performances, she does something with her voice that I just I've never seen anybody do. So, I will give you that. Yes. Give and you that. um her first album for, I don't know if you guys remember getting in the way. She started off with it wasn't even singing. She made a declaration, "Sister girl, I know you don't understand, but you have to understand. He's my man now. Like, yes, she wasn't singing. It was like I'm, I'm declaring, like, you know, he's my, my man now. And then the video, you walked through the whole neighborhood, got everybody after you, and you ripped off her wig, her little ponytail, girl. You need security. <laughs> She was doing that. It wouldn't be a, a podcast without Zayna. <laughs> right. Zayna can go in the vocal Bible too. Nah, it's all good. I like <laughs> Anywho. Um, so yeah, I love our titles for these people for sure, for sure, for sure. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, if there are any other ones that you guys have, you need to let us know because we want to hear your thoughts on who you think should be in our self-proclaimed vocal Bibles and in what testaments too. I want to know what testaments they should be in. So before we get out of here, you know we got to touch on new music because I feel like we've been neglecting. We the have new been music neglecting side new music. of life. So let's lately. run through them really quick. Yeah. Um, 
Janae Eichel, a weeks ago, dropped. Um, and I want our listeners to know we've had these new music things in our notes in our notes for, like for two weeks or two, I think four three weeks. episodes, like a month, a month, yeah, like yeah. A month yeah. So now. we're we're catching up. So sorry, y'all. Um, we've talked about a few, but we're gonna talk about Janae Eichel's new song, Common Patient. I love me Janae Eichel. Period. I love, her. Period. I love me some Janae Eichel. I love Common Patient. Um, I think she said that she wants to get into like a new uh, lane of music. And this was kind of like her introduction, even though it sounds the same to me. But mm-hmm. um, I love her. I love that she um, she's kind of like, I'm not going to say the, the first artist, but to me, I just I've never really seen an artist really speak to me spiritually outside of like religion. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, other than her, like she speaks to my soul, mm-hmm. like the way that she sings. She's like, it's very calming. Even her music about like how she was about to kill this man for her, mm-hmm. for like cheating on her, whatever. Like it was still just it was very It was just like a common thing, like it was like, right, girl, go kill him. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah. she and it's very interesting. Um she has been working with frequencies. Um I saw in an interview that she did maybe like two years ago. I think it was the pandemic that got her into this, but she's been working with frequencies. She works with sound um uh, Tibetan singing bowls with her music to send frequencies because you know like music can help your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I say like she's speaking to your soul, she quite literally like the music that she creates, mm-hmm. um, it's supposed to affect us in a good way or, you know, whatever way that she's feeling. Um, so she, she wants to heal through her music quite literally. So I love that about her. And I love this song, Calm and Patient, Calm and Patient, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, for that, for that reason. Yeah, yeah, I wonder what the new lane is that you said she's going into a new lane. Like, yeah, I wonder what that is The too. content, because this is a positive song. Like if you listen to the lyrics... I mean, she's in a she's a she's a second mom, second time mommy a now. Mom. She um in a healthy relationship. Yeah. I love the fact that she helped Big Sean heal. Man, because if you look stuff. at Big Sean from when he was like first coming out to when he started messing with Janae, he's like a completely he's different a completely person. Different person. I don't f with you. Right. <laughs> and like, now he's talking about meditating in his songs right. and, and then going the herbal vibrations. Route, yeah, and, and, and like for his medication, like his album, that song where he was talking about how. The doctors told him that he had a disease that if he didn't take any medication, it was going to kill him. But he went the herbal route. Like, he went the, like, yeah. the medicinal route. And it was just like, I'm healed and I'm here telling my story. And I I'm just love like, you. a woman that can upgrade a man. Yes, and I love, love a man that, that, that will can... accept a woman yes. to upgrade. Because a lot of men who have these have a lot of pride and won't allow a woman to upgrade them You trying properly. to change me? Yeah. Right. When, like, take him, for example. Take Ace Hood, for example. Um, Ace Hood especially. Sheila, Sheila yes. Marie has did her thing with that man, okay? Um, and these men are like... Really spiritual. He's doing really. the pigeon pose now. Okay, like yeah. okay. <laughs> so it. I love that. Um, but um, our next new music, another one that we have for like eons. Yeah, um, right. Sierra's for the girls. The remix with Lola Brooke and mm-hmm. Lady London. Lady London, which mm-hmm. I like the remix so much better than mm-hmm. the original because I just feel like, mm-hmm. all right, Zayna. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I just feel like Go they ahead. just brought something different. Like they. Putting their rap tracks on an R&B song, sometimes it makes the the, the, the song better. Just like when we have, like, those remixes or, remixes or whatever, like we talked about in the last episode. Where, I does this. Thank you, Jason. Um, like we talked about in the last episode, like, sometimes you need those rap vocals to make the song better. And Lola Brooke, coming out of Brooklyn, shout out to a Brooklyn girl. Finally. I love Lolo. And um, Lady London... Is she from Brooklyn? She's too? from Jersey. Oh, from oh, okay. Okay. Back to Jersey make we go. Quick, make, Real quick, because I quick felt detour. like you was gonna ask that. So she's from Jersey. Quick detour. Not the boo. We love Jersey. We love Jersey. But um, yeah, I loved I loved the fact that they were able to put their their spin on the song. Also, in the video, it's like a real cute video. They're just like three girls having fun, not caring, being being as fun and free as they can be or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's why I liked it. I was like, ooh. And I watched the entire video. I'm like, damn, I should send this to Zayna. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. It's okay. I like. I don't love it. I like Lady London's I loved verse. it now. I just yeah. said. It I like just, Lady London's It just sounds verse. better with the, the rappers on it. I think Lola Brooke was a little too aggressive. Really? And she's not even, she's just naturally aggressive. She wasn't, I don't even think she was trying to Her be voice? Yeah. I think she was just a little too aggressive for it. Um, but I love Lady I mean, I love Lola Brooke. Love Lady London down. Love Lady London down. I love that she's finally getting her her mm-hmm. her props because she's been in the game for a minute. Um, so she's finally getting like up mainstream. Sierra, beautiful gowns. 
beautiful gown. <laughs> Pop and snap back. <laughs> yeah, you know, she has an amazing, beautiful family. Um, super cute. Super cute. Anywho, uh, next. Um, <laughs> oh, Marion. Marion's coming out with new music on Friday, on, on tomorrow. Friday. Yeah, tomorrow. And so is Brent. Brent Fry is also coming out with something Absolutely. Tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I'm excited. I've been an Omarion fan since B2K days. Uh, you couldn't tell me that me and Omarion was never going to get married. Interesting. Probably it's not too late. now. I don't know about now. But yes, he's coming out with new music. Um, and I only came across this because I posted a video of his son, Mega, dancing like him. Seemed like he was about to follow was so his dad's yeah. footsteps. And I saw him like May 5th. Oh, that's that's right there. That's right, right, right that's, around this corner that's right here. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about this. So I'm excited for new music for Omarion. I actually listened to Omarion's bo- both his solo albums, like... I, I just love everything that he does musically. And we just can't wait for it to drop. And I'm also excited about Brent Fias because I also Oh, this is song. and this this current song is a uh, is a new song about or newer song by Omarion called Serious. It dropped um in April. Oh, this nice. song. Um, Omarion, we need you on the show too, Omarion. Like yes, okay. come true, us. come true. Bring your brother, please. Oh, no. And your no, cousin. I don't need that. I don't and need that. I don't need that in my Look, mind. I'm the single one on this podcast. All <laughs> both of y'all are taken, okay? So you need all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just do the listen, show with them. Do the show with them. We don't need to. Listen, to be here we can definitely have agreements, okay? So I'm saying Jason, can you put in the order for another um another mic, mic and yeah. another, <laughs> another chair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, that's that's what we got with new music. All right, well let's get into this underground spotlight the underground this is our new segment where we're going to highlight um artists coming up or artists who might be known but aren't publicly that well known i should say um so for this week i want to highlight a new artist um, named michaela janae i discovered her through a playlist from an old-time lover who used to send me a music playlist <laughs> thank you old-time um, lover but she's a singer-songwriter from Jacksonville, and you might have heard her song if you watch Insecure. Um, it's called Mad Bitches. It features Ro James, and I think it was on season two of the soundtrack. Um, but she has two albums out. The first album was really good, Carolina Blues. Um, yeah, this is the song right here. I like it. This one, and she has another one called All I Want, um, which you know are the two that I recommend. Um, her first album was released independently, but now she just released another album, I think in the was it this year or maybe last year with Def Jam. So because she has industry back, I mean, um, label backing now, she might, you know, get more uh, publicity. But um, I like her. She's real chill. She could be in the, her, her music could be in that boat with um, Eric Badu, Jill Scott, Janae. I know you're not throwing people in my boat. No, no, no. This is my boat. Oh, this is my boat. When you just want to relax. You want to have like a real chill day at home, relax, have a bottle of wine, not a glass, but a bottle of wine, maybe burn some incense, maybe, you know, roll some stuff and just chill and have a good vibe out type day. And she's mm-hmm. in that boat. That's my yeah. chill boat. I don't know what yeah, her Zena calls her boat, but this is my chill boat. <laughs> um, but that's dope. So now you, we have more new music to listen to. Thank you, Niani, yes. for that. Um this was fun, ladies. Yeah. We're going to keep always. growing. We're going to keep glowing. And we're going to keep prospering. Because who's going to stop us? Yeah. Yes. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Who's going to check us, boo? Right. Nobody. Please make sure you continue to follow us on WBLS um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Please make sure you tune into WBLS every day, all day. Because why not? And catch us again here very very soon on that note it's your girl Krista B Zaina and Miani and we are out of here later bam in the front of my ride on the passenger side with my hands on your thigh I know you're probably riding with caution but I'm just hoping somebody sees the video What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rhythm of Podcast. It's your girl, Crystal B. I'm Zaina. I'm Niani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rhythm of Podcast. Hey. Yeah. 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 Rhythm of Views. Rhythm of Views.